What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Mental and Emotional Rehab Podcast. As always mentioned, I am your host, Cornelia. You can find me on Instagram, and you can also find this podcast on Instagram. Everything that you need related to this episode right here will be in the description bar attached to this podcast. Now, as you have already read, we are going to be talking about pride today as this was one of the biggest things God had to deliver me from. Like your girl struggled with it real bad. Okay, so we're going to get as deep as the Holy Spirit, as deep as God allow us to get in this thing. Um, I plan to share my testimony with it as well. And I'm really just going to be flowing today. Um, So whatever God allows me to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. Point blank, period. Okay. (laughs) I also have a special guest on the podcast today, y'all. I hope that she shares um, parts, if not her whole testimony. I'm okay with showing parts she making a face at me right now because she don't want to share her whole testimony yet and I'm okay with that I'm fine with that I know that the Lord will lead you to share your full testimony in due time and due time because his time is perfect in Jesus mighty name so without further ado we're gonna get straight <laughs> into it what's up Sabria what's up <laughs> how are you good <laughs> come a little bit closer because they probably can't hear you how are you today? How was I'm your good. day? I'm good. I'm blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen to that. Same, same, same. Okay, let's get straight into it, y'all. So, all right, y'all. So, I want to start off by reading the definition of pride. Well, pride full. And I got it from Google. It says, having an excessively high opinion of oneself, and that was definitely me. Looking back on it, that was me. But while I was struggling with pride, I did not know that that was me, (laughs) that that's what I was doing. So as I share with you guys, I went through a form of deliverance. If you don't know now, you know. And one of the spirits, demons, that was delivered out of me was Leviathan. And Leviathan is a.k.a. pride. And once the Holy Spirit, God, delivered this spirit from out of me, once again, I went through the flawed and free. Shout out to those ladies. Um, They helped me aid aid God in my deliverance process. Um, So once I got the deliverance and one of those demons was cast out of me, which was Leviathan, that's when I was able to see that, oh, snap, your girl was real prideful. And... The crazy thing about it is like my friends would tell me how prideful I was. I don't know like if my family ever told me, but I don't know. But I know my friends definitely did tell me like they would tell me that I think that I'm better than them or um, just, you know, making them feel bad. Like they can't keep up with me or like they wasn't on my level. Like I was definitely that stuck up snobby bougie girl. And it was terrible. Like, I feel like it's one thing to love luxurious stuff, but it's another thing when you love it so much and feel the need to put people down. I hope that makes sense. But that's exactly what I was doing. I was putting people down to feel good about myself. Um, and it's crazy because I didn't even know that that was what I was doing. Um, Cause I would feel, when I said I didn't know that I, when I said I didn't know that that's what I was doing, meaning I didn't know that I was prideful. Um, 
because I would feel bad after I said something off the wall or did something off the wall, but I didn't know why I felt bad afterwards. And that was the, that was the God in me. That was the, the Holy Spirit. Well, convicting me in a way of letting me know, like, there's something wrong here. Like you shouldn't have did that. Um, but I was so deep in being prideful and that spirit was just clinging on so strong that I wasn't able to identify that that's what it was, that I was operating out of pride. And that's what the, the spirit was doing, literally strangling me in the spirit realm, like choking me, choking out everything good that God put in me, literally, because I couldn't see it myself while this, while I was still operating under this spirit, but the people outside of me was able to um, see it. And you know, like I shared in my podcast, well, the last episode, or maybe the episode before that, was how the devil likes to attack us when we're children, like when we're young, because we're at our most vulnerable moments. We don't know really how to identify things or how to really communicate. So he comes in like a thief in the night and try to attack us then, because like I said, we don't, and then God forbid, if we don't have people around us that teach us how to identify things, that makes it even worse. That's why I commend and I Con- congratulate and I is it's applaud right and I <laughs> yo that's a different story for another time but I applaud the parents that try to well that are teaching children their children different emotions and what they are and what they mean and expressing allowing them to express how they feel yo y'all really dope y'all really some dope parents that's doing that out here because Kids need to be able to communicate. If they can't communicate, they aren't able to identify how they feel. This is how the devil gets in and feed off of their emotions and allow it to grow into toxic traits. And before you know it, you're operating completely out of the will of God because you don't know how to deal, right? You don't know how to deal with your baggage. So a prime example, right? Who child? So I know, I remember this time where I had... I ain't even about to say that. Okay, so prime example. Mm, now I feel like I gotta say it because if I don't say it, y'all gonna say be assuming. Thing. <laughs> y'all gonna be assuming. All right, so I had a group of friends that um one of one of the people in the bunch. Man, okay, y'all, don't get offended. Please don't get offended. Please don't, don't get, get offended. offended. <laughs> don't get offended. <laughs> I really be trying to walk on eggshells because I don't want to offend nobody. But let's like the truth is truth. The real is real. But anyways, I had a group of friends, and one of the friends was going through something, and the other friend was basically trying to tell that friend that they needed to drink to get through it. And that was a red flag, y'all. But I overlooked that red flag. That was a red flag that I had no business. Um, being involved in that group of friends because that's not how I operate. I don't operate that way. Now it's different if God placed me in the group of friends to try to shine light on them, to try to help them think differently and do things differently. But I think that he just was completely pulling me out of that group of friends. And I thank God that he did because it's, they were too far going for me. They, they, they weren't too far going for God, but for me. And the only reason why I'm seeing me is because where I am spiritually now, I wasn't like that when I was hanging with them. 
Um, so I wasn't able to talk to them the way that I can talk now or guide them the way that I could guide them now. So more of the story is, um, the person started drinking to deal with their problems and that was operating outside of the will of God because he don't want you run into a bottle, run into narcotics, run into drugs to try to cope with your pain. No, he wants you to come to him so he can help you, um, sort out those issues. The Holy Spirit is a therapist. The Holy Spirit is a therapist, period. And sometimes God will direct you to um, counseling. Sometimes God will direct you to physical, like actual people that could be a form of a therapist for you. But other times he want to do it himself. Mm -hmm. Like with me, like I started out with therapy um, and God pulled me away from it because he wanted me to hear exactly from him. Like he wanted me to go exactly to him. And I believe the reason why he allowed me to do it is because I had a problem with um, seeking wisdom from other people and not directly from him. So I feel like that's why he pulled me back from it. But mm -hmm, Sabria mm -hmm. is in therapy. How's that going for you? Mm -hmm. We're going to get back on pride, y'all. But I'm just letting, letting the conversation uh, flow. <laughs> therapy is going good for me. And, and thank you, Cornelia, for directing me to therapy. No problem. No problem. <laughs> okay, so you want to share with the people um, how pride was for you if you're struggling with so, it, or um, uh, I'm still I'm still struggling with pride, but I know that some things that I do. Uh, so like I'm gonna take it all the way back. I so like during the time when. I didn't know Cornelia, like, I didn't know that I was experiencing some of the things that, like, she told me, she told me about myself about, and, like, now, looking back, it's like, yo, she really was telling me the truth, but sometimes, and, and, and even still now, I'm still dealing with pride, like, sometimes she'll say, um, you too aggressive, like, you, you need to work on that, and I'll be like, I'm not aggressive. That's how I talk. But deep down inside, I know that I'm 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 being aggressive or I'm saying something too harshly. And that's a form of pride when you could sometimes we have to practice humility and be humble about things and own up to it because if you don't like be true to yourself, you're not going to be true to somebody else. Mhm. Mm and um so I want to thank you. You're welcome. For Thank God, yo. For, uh, Thank the Holy Spirit because that was all him. Yeah. He used me, but that was all him. Yeah. But so I thank God for um placing you in my life, uh, to guide me and to help me and separate me from certain things and uh just helping me out. And I'm still struggling, y'all, but I'm being transparent and I'm still being worked on. <laughs> all right? But yeah, I'm happy that you mentioned humble because humbleness is actually the opposite of pride. And that's where God wants us. God wants us to come from a humble, humble state. He wants us to have humility because that's when he can work with us. If we have all this pride up in our soul, up in our spirit, then it's hard for him to tell us about ourselves because we're not going to want to listen. Like we're not going to want to submit. We're not going to want to change. So I believe that that's one of the things that people need to work on. 
um, when they are surrendering to God, when they're willing, when they, when they want to see change brought about, you have to be able to have a heart posture that's full of humility. That way, when God corrects you, you're not offended. That way, when God corrects you, you aren't feeling some type of way because that pride was already cast out of you. You came to him with a humble heart. And even if you don't know how to come to him in a humble heart, like me, like, like I said, I didn't even know that I struggled with Leviathan AKA pride. Um, so I had to allow him to cast that spirit out of me. I had to allow him to strip me from the act of being pride, uh, prideful. So one of the, um, one of the Bible verses I wanted to read, cause God actually talks about this in his Bible about how he feels about pride. Um, you can go to James four verse six, where it says, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. And that's the new international version that I was reading from. So God is literally telling you, he's literally singing the word that he doesn't like prideful people not saying that he doesn't like you but he doesn't like the characteristic of a prideful person because he can't work with that and so one of the reasons why I was bad y'all like I'm a I'm gonna take full accountability and say like yeah I was bad um however because I was bad people was taking advantage of that and they would lie on me um they would say that I did this and that and because I was bad the people that they were telling it to believed it. And that brought a lot of emotional stress and emotional pain and emotional trauma towards me because I was getting in trouble for things that I did not do, things that I did not say. And I had no defense because my record was already bad. Like it already proved that I'm guilty or I'm worthy of doing whatever was put on me that was a lie um, because I was already bad. I was already deemed that. And, um, that boy, like I said, a lot of emotional stress towards me, even now, like, well, it doesn't bother me that much now because God is healing me. God is teaching me. I, I completely forgive, um, the people that said that those things to me and did those things to me. Um, however, it, it just was a lot, yo, it was a lot. And I didn't know how to express myself. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. And because of that, I had no choice but to shut my mouth and take those L's and take those whoopings and take those punishments and take um getting in trouble because it was believed when people lied on me and another thing was um I just felt because of that I, I kind of felt like an outcast um cast out shut out a little bit because of that um because you know nobody really wants to be around the bad child and for some reason they just treat bad kids bad before even giving them a chance. And that, that kind of happened to me a lot. Um, and also like, I would see how, because I was bad, like I share, share with y'all before, this is why I stole because I was bad. My parents cut off, cut off my allowance and I didn't want to get picked on at school for stuff that I was like outdated stuff that I was wearing because I was bad. Like, and my parents was not trying to buy me no new stuff because I didn't deserve it because I was bad. But nonetheless, um, because of that, because of my behavior that I actually take accountability for, 
um, and my parents cutting off my allowance, there were times that I couldn't get certain things that I wanted or seen other kids wearing unless I stole it. And sometimes I didn't, I didn't steal by the grace of God. Sometimes I just didn't, I didn't have the urge to do it. Um, so those times that I didn't steal and get the things um, that I seen other kids wearing, I would be kind of put down for not having it or made fun of for not having it. And even when I did get those things, I still was being made fun of. Like I remember this one time when I was in elementary school, I came in, this was when singly twists was popping. Okay. Everybody was wearing singly twists. And I remember coming to school one day with them on this girl came up to me and was like, you think you look cute. You think you look cute. Yes, I did. But like, why are you hating? Like, why are you mad? Because I think I look cute. I wasn't walking around flaunting, but it was, it was nice that I was able to keep up. My parents was able to keep me up with the hairstyle and I felt good with that. But here comes this girl that may have been jealous because her parents couldn't afford it or cause she never wore it. So maybe that was one of the things her parents couldn't afford it. Or maybe she was bad too. So her parents wasn't with it, with spoiling her. And now she's making me feel her pain. Um, so because of that, I kind of grew up with this attitude of, I'm about to be stepping on and walking on anybody. I don't care who you are. That's the type of mentality that I had. I felt like I had to put on this bougie persona. I felt like I always had to have this mindset of being better than. And then also like the Holy Spirit is bringing back to my remembrance because during my, after my deliverance, one of the ladies that assisted the Holy Spirit and God in my deliverance was telling me that one of the spirits jumped in. Uh, well, sorry, Leviathan, AKA pride entered the moment that I told myself that I was better than one of my ex-boyfriends because they was out here doing me dirty. And in order for me to get over that pain, I put on this, um, I put on this persona that I was better than him. And that's immediately when Leviathan entered me, AKA pride entered me. And I remember that moment. It's so crazy that she told me that because I never even told her that. So I know only God told her that. Um, and I remember that exact moment when I put on that hat of I'm better than X, Y, and Z after he got done playing me out and cheating on me and stuff like that. Um, and I also wanted to piggyback off of what Sabria said about how she's still growing. That's what you said, right? You're still growing um, and you're still learning. And that's one of the things that people have to understand. When you go through deliverance, like my auntie Tina from Flood and Free told me, when you go through deliverance, um, this is not my real auntie, this is my spiritual auntie, y'all, but she just feels like an auntie to me. You feel like I've known her all of my life. But anyways, back on track. When you go through deliverance, after you get the deliverance, there's some healing that takes place that needs to happen. And that's exactly what's happening to you, Sabria. Um, after you got your deliverance, because you were so used to thinking one way and doing things, having that um, routine of doing things and thinking a specific way, now you have to unlearn that routine and learn God's way so that you can stay healthy and so that you can stay whole. So I just want to encourage you to keep going and to keep allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and to keep fasting and praying and reading your word. And before you, before you know it, you're going to have a whole new routine and right, a whole new right. different way of doing things. So is there anything else you wanted to say? Um... Okay, I just wanted to share um, something that my father uh, to told me when I was younger. Um, fix, your, fix your attitude because your attitude isn't 
going to get you anywhere. And my attitude was very, very bad. And it kind of still is. Um, so, like, and I used to be like, boy, boy, like, like, brushing him off. So, that's a form of pride, too. And um, I want to say that my pride got in the way of our relationship as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, pride so, can definitely pride can definitely break relationships. So that's definitely a good one too. I forgot to mention that. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um that got in the way of our relationship, but my father still continued to love on me, but I wouldn't allow him to, so God rest his soul. Um, so I kind of miss that now and I regret it, not letting him in or like have certain conversations with him or get aggravated, instantly aggravated and talking to him and stuff like that. So, and that's kind of how God is like, he's still going to love on you. He's still going treat you the same way even if you brush him off so ain't that ain't that so powerful yo like that right there should bring you to a level of humility like man like i'm out here doing god wrong well not me anymore but i'm just saying for anybody (laughs) anybody because i definitely was out here playing around in these streets just doing him dirty and like anybody that's still out there in the world of the world wanting to do your own thing just meditate on that like how god loves you so much even though you out here just doing wrong like that right there should bring an hour if not the whole thing at least an ounce of mustard seed of humility like that that right there should just break you down like why would you want to keep treating somebody so bad that love you so much that proved to you time and time and time after again that he's here for you that he's 10 toes down for you that he's loyal like that should bring you some humility did you have any more that you wanted to say or i wanted to say um remember Like last year used to say, maybe you should try therapy. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should go to therapy because it's under therapy. I ain't going to go into detail. But I used to say, girl, I'm not going to no therapy. They don't know me. They don't, they can't talk to me. But deep down inside, I know that it's nothing wrong with going and talking to somebody because you talk to your friends, you talk to your, your mother, whatever the case may be. But they just don't have the 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 same thing that a a, a actual physical therap I mean a therapist would would say to you and give you different activities that you could do. And right now, currently, I am in therapy, Woo! and it's going great for me. So yeah, God bless. <laughs> So I actually wanted to um, read off what being humble is, what humility is. And the definition on Google says having or showing a modest or low esteem of one's own importance. So God does want you to um, walk around with your head held high. He wants you to know your value. He wants you to know your worth. But when you're overdoing it, like boasting about it, that's when you're operating in pride. You need to repent in Jesus name and you need to, um, go into your prayer closet and ask God to remove it from you because it may be a stronghold and maybe you operating under a demon operating under a spirit. And like I said, that spirit or that demon may have came in when you was a child 
about maybe when something misunfortunate happened to you emotionally or physical physically that caused you to want to make yourself seem like or feel like you're better than other people just to make you feel good about yourself when you know deep down inside it really don't make you feel good about yourself it's a defense it's a wall it's a mechanism that you're putting up to put on this persona to try to block your true emotions and how you really feel about the situation thank you holy spirit yes and i want to chime in real quick uh i want to say it could be Correct me if I'm wrong. It could be something generational, like with yeah, your, yeah. I wanted to say that too. Okay, uh, go to. like with your parents used to do, or like maybe they didn't talk about certain things, so they'll just, you know, let it ride out instead of just um, talking about it. And that could deal with you emotionally. Like you should want to talk about some certain things that make you feel away, or. I just think you should just talk about it. Mm -hmm. Anything that you're going through, don't be prideful about it. Anything mm -hmm. that you need, don't be prideful about it. Just talk. Because when you talk and you get things out, it's helpful. Talk to God. Even though he might not come to you in one minute, one second, he's going to come back to you. He's going to send somebody to you to, to talk to you and, you know, Get that thing out of you. Yeah. And um, one of the things that I like, I like that Sabria was saying is how um, pride came in between her her relationship. And that's what pride would do, her relationship with her father. That's what pride would do. It will come in between relationships. And these will be God-ordained. Sometimes they'll be God-ordained relationships, friendships, and bond. But because you allowed that spirit of pride to come in, now you're missing out on a relationship that you were supposed to have that was formed, a covenant that was formed from God, a gift, a relationship that was given from God because you want to be prideful. And another thing I like how you said where you were saying that you wasn't going you got advice to go to um, therapy and you were saying that you wasn't going to go to therapy because you felt like it couldn't help you. That's a, a form of pride too. That's you being prideful. So now you standing in a way of your healing, your growth, because you're being prideful and you thinking that it won't help you. Why? Because you're afraid to open up. Not, I'm not trying to come for you, but I'm just saying in general, <laughs> you afraid to grow. That's what we're doing. You afraid to heal? So you rather walk around still bitter, still angry, still mad, um, still depressed. You rather walk around with those emotions than to get rid of pride so that you can heal, so that you can grow. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You rather pick up a bottle. You rather pick up a, a drug that's killing you slowly on top of the negative toxic emotions that you're feeling. Like, you rather do that. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, it just, it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense because you, you're operating under the spirit of pride, a.k.a. Leviathan. Like, I'm always going to call that name out because that's what it is, point blank, period. Say that. Um. So, I was listening to Isaiah Salivar. Now, this was, this was dope, what God did right here. This was real dope. This was real hot, yo. He really be blowing my mind. I'm getting the goosebumps right now. How he just be going ahead of me and setting the crooked path straight on everything. So, um... Basically, I was sitting at work and I was like um, Googling, you know, sermons on pride. And I went on YouTube to, to Google the sermon on pride. And when I went there, 
I typed it in on, on, I said Google. Did I say Google or YouTube? Well, anyways, I went on YouTube to type in sermons on pride. And when I went there, Isaiah Saldivar popped up. Now, I love Isaiah Saldivar. That's one of the leaders that I do love because he give it to you straight up. No chaser. Like, he allows the sword to cut you, period. Because you need to hear the truth. And that's one of the things that's wrong with my generation. They want things sugar-coated. They want things given to them as children. And, you know, God, he sometimes have to hold me back a little bit and don't allow me to go full force. On people yeah, because y'all, she give it raw and uncut. Yeah, and they be hurting my feelings sometimes. <laughs> but no, no, for real, because that's just—it's not me being malice. It's not me being hard. But that's just the passion given to me from the Lord on wanting to help people, wanting to help set people free and help them get out of bondage, wanting to be that Moses in their life, bringing them out of. Egypt into the promised land. Like I really care about people. Ever since I was a child, I always cared about people. Like if I seen somebody getting bullied, uh uh-uh, we not doing that. I will intervene real quick. Just the other day, this woman, I'm standing on a, well, not standing. I'm in the car online. There's a car behind me and we're all like a car line of people on one side at Wawa waiting to get our um, tires filled up with air. We was waiting for the air pump to put um, air into our tires. And this one lady she cut somebody that was behind me and me being me caring about people even if they're strangers i got out the car to help defend this woman now i ain't get out the car like on some rah-rah like trying to fight trying to argue or curse her out but i simply just let her know ma'am there was a line and you you definitely did cut that woman off like you wouldn't want nobody to cut you off. You don't know what that woman got to do. She probably got to heavy up and get uh, air in her tire because she got to take her baby to the hospital. God forbid. But that could have been the case. Like, why would you want to cut somebody off? So I was sitting up there defending her. That's just one of the traits that God gave me to help defend people. But he wanted me to use it in a spirit realm, to be fighting and slaying and cutting these demons' heads off in Jesus' name. I was telling you, spiritual streets. Period. So <laughs> that's what we doing. But anyways, back on track. Um, Isaiah Saldivar came up. And he did a sermon on Leviathan. And I was like, whoa, God, I got delivered from that. Oh, my goodness. And it's so crazy that when I typed it in looking for pride and God directed me to that spirit, Leviathan, the root. Because God is a God that want to get to the root of the issue. OK, like I said, he's not a microwave God. All right. He will take you through the process to get the root ripped up out of you, to get that seed ripped up out of you so that he can plant and pour into you what is godly, what is true and what is fact? Um, so I wrote down a couple of things, y'all, that I want to share with you that I got um, from the Spirit of Leviathan from Isaiah Saldivar. And one of the things that I wrote down is Leviathan, a.k.a. Pride, is a spirit that twists the truth. He is a manipulator. And it's so amazing because Isaiah Saldivar pulled this scripture from Genesis three. And this is my like chapter three. And this is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible because it shows how Adam and Eve allow the devil to get into their mind and tell them something that wasn't fully true. Like he really twists the words around. Basically, you, you guys have to read it on your own, but I'm going to paraphrase it here. He was basically trying to get Adam and Eve to believe that there was more out there, like that, that God didn't want them to be on their level when God already said they was made in the image of God. So like, what more do you want? Like you're literally living in 
a land full of fresh vegetables, full of fresh fruit, like animals. The water was probably clear. I love some clear water. Shout out to Bahamas. I love going out there because that water is clear. Like what? Like what more? Because you want you didn't have to worry about. At least I think they probably didn't have to worry about overeating or getting fat. Like the, what more did you want? Like I would have been content where I. At least I hope because I don't know. I wasn't in their shoes, but I pray to God I would have been content. Now seeing what I see now in today's time, look back I would have been content so that was one of uh, the the scriptures that he pulled it from and also he stated Leviathan is a covenant breaker which is true which goes back to bonds relationships God put a covenant over a bond in a relationship with that person. But because you're so full of pride, you can't admit when you was wrong. You can't admit that you have this toxic trait that's killing the relationship that you in. That could be a relationship with your significant other. That could be a relationship with friends. That could be a relationship with family members. Because you're so full of pride, you can't admit that you were wrong. So you're being a covenant breaker. Um, That's what I got from that. And he listed... Um, he got that one from Job 41 verse 4. And he also says how like um, Leviathan likes to break loyalty. So like, you know those people, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> you know those people where you say, you, you share information with them or you share a secret with them and they go running their mouth and you ask them not to do it, but they fought, like they went ahead and do it. That's breaking loyalty. Or if like you, they, you to, they told you that they was going to do something and don't do it. I feel like that's a form of breaking loyalty. Let me know y'all. But Leviathan likes to break loyalty and that's what pride does. Um, another one I got from him is, uh, Leviathan, aka Pride, is a harsh person. They're rude. Um, they're negative when they operate under pride. Like you ever met someone that just just unfiltered when they when they're talking to you? Like, how can I say it? Like, like if you fell on the ground and you scrape yourself and they come over instead of helping you and assisting you girl get up suck it up it ain't that like that's leviathan and that's being extremely prideful mm -hmm. if you didn't know now you know he also says how leviathan has multiple identities and that that right there hit me it hit me when he said that because i was known well i probably wasn't known i don't know but i know that i had personal multi i mean i had uh, multiple personalities identities so i labeled myself courtney and Courtney is dead and gone. I will, I don't go by that name no more. And I never will again. My name is Cornelia. Or you could call me Nana. That's my family nickname. But I took on a persona of Courtney when after my ex-boyfriend played me out and cheated on me. And I wanted to become a different person. So I thought in order for me to, and alone, not with just him, but just the way that I felt. Like I was heartbroken. I was angry. Not just towards him, but towards friends towards family members like my feelings was so hurt I wanted to be a different person so I was switching from Courtney yo whoever went to elementary school with me and like maybe freshman year of high school y'all know how Courtney was rocking that girl was off the hook the, the old me was off the hook so I was switching from Courtney the people my friends knew Cornelia the people that the school knew and my job knew and Nana, the person that my family knew, Nana is still, she was cool. She was still cool. So I don't classify her as a different identity. Well, that's me. That's me. I don't classify my nickname Nana under a different identity. It was mainly the name Courtney where I took on these different personas and just out here wilding. <clears throat> 
The fifth one is stiff neck. He said how um, Leviathan is stick neck, sti uh, stiff neck and has a hard heart. So the people that won't listen, like they're just stubborn, just don't want to listen to anything that somebody has to say. Like if you're trying to correct them, like they just feel as though they're right with everything. They see no wrong that they did. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to admit that they was wrong. They don't want help. They don't want conviction. They don't want correction. People like that are stiff necked and that's a form of being prideful. Mm. And also like when they don't show emotion, like, they just like, I knew this person that just don't like, they're so afraid to show emotion. And really that's a defense mechanism too, because you don't want to pour out how you feel because you feel like that's being weak. You feel like that's giving somebody else an opportunity to attack. And I feel like that's being weak, having that mindset, because what do you need to hide? Like, what do you need to, to build a wall up? Why are you afraid to be vulnerable? Cause you think somebody's going to attack you. Like you can't encourage your own self to know that you're more than enough, that you're, you're worthy, that, that you come from a, a King speaking of God. Like you can't encourage yourself. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going to end up dissecting that, um, in a future episode. Cause there's so much more that I want to say about that right there. But yeah, showing no emotion is definitely one of them. What? And um, don't care about what people think of you. That's all. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stop caring about what people think. If God told you to do it, you do it. Because I struggle with that a lot. Like I see this way that God is bringing me about, and I see that it's new, and a lot of people may not understand it or. Um, and I don't fault you for that because if you only seen one way of things, I would be the same person like a little bit thrown off a little bit confused that you this new girl in town bringing me this new way sort of like how jesus was like a lot of those people was thrown off and confused because it's this new sheriff in town trying to tell me a different way that i'm used to in a different way that was known for such a long time so i get it but because of that i i don't do it now by the grace of god but um, I struggled with, and I just stopped doing it literally like yesterday, stop caring about what people say. If God told me to do it, or if God told me that's who I was. Um, but yeah, like Sabria said, don't care about what people think you sit before your father, your heavenly father. Um, you sit before Jesus Christ, the Holy spirit and allow them to pour into you and tell you who you are and what you're created to do and what you need to do because they they knew you before god knew you before he formed you in it in in your mother's womb so he knew the assignment that you sit that he sent you down here on so that's the only person you need to be listening to period like god will send people your way to help correct you and guide you if he see that you need correction and guidance um he'll send he'll do that he did that with elijah and elisha one was a mentor, one was a student. So he'll definitely do that. Um, and if he send you um, somebody a way to help guide you, then you listen to that person too. But overall, listen to what God wants you to do because nobody's perfect. They they may not have all of the information. They, mis they may misinterpret the in information given or they may um, operate out of a broken place and try to get you to do it that way because that's how they did it and that's how they survived when God wanted you to do it a different way. So... Above all, listen to your mentors if you have any, but also sit with God and allow him to tell you the way to go. Now, you want to know how to defeat pride? Get out your pencils, pull over if you're driving, and 
listen to this. So the way that you defeat pride is number one, read the word of God because I know like some of y'all are like, oh boy, but no, for real, for real, like read the word of God, read the word of God because it will humble you. It will definitely humble you um, and set you straight and give you clarity. Have what? And it's a, it's, you could, when you read the word of God, you could apply it to your life now. Apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just read it just to read it. Just apply it to your life now because you can't connect to it. And I used to be the same way. Like, why do I have to read that? I don't want to read that. But it's actually interesting. Mm-hmm. You connect it yes, to your life now today. And when you read it. Oh, I'm sorry. The reason why you don't want to read the word is because you got too much pride in you. So that's a red flag in itself. If you don't want to read the Bible, you're prideful. Let's red flag. go. Red flag. Read that thing. <laughs> and also, the second thing is have humility. I already read the definition of humility. Um. God wants you to come to him with a humble heart and he wants you to be humble to his children. Don't be out here being mean to people. Y'all like, I know sometimes people operating under a spirit, but you pray for them. Don't be out here being mean because it don't feel good. At least for me, when I was being a mean girl, it did not feel good. I feel like I'm going to end up touching on pride again. I feel like it's going to be a part two because I feel like there's so much more information that I want to release. There's definitely, I think there's definitely going to be a pride too, but don't think less of yourself, but thinking less of yourself. I did do a whole pause there because I'm like, I want to make sure that that makes sense. Don't think less of yourself, but thinking less of yourself. So what that means is that does sound confusing, but don't think that you, you, what? chopped liver as my aunt would say don't think (laughs) don't think that you know you some sort of i don't know a better word don't think so don't think less of yourself but think less of yourself so don't think that you aren't worthy don't think that you aren't a child of god don't think that you aren't beautiful don't think that you aren't powerful but when when an opportunity presents itself Think less of yourself. I don't know how to explain what it is I'm trying to say. I want to say, <laughs> not, not think less of yourself as, um, what's this like personality wise? Yeah, yeah, characteristics. Don't yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like she's saying, like point out what's wrong with you. Yes. Point out what's going on with you so that yes. you could fix it and down heal a, and yeah. grow from it. Mm-hmm. Right. And and never try to belittle a person. That's also what I'm trying to say. Don't don't belittle anybody. Don't make nobody feel underneath you or that you're better than them. Uh-uh. We all on the same level cuz we're all ch- children of God and God looks as look at us all the same. Right. You have to be transparent. That's another one. Be transparent because when in Christ and being spiritual in Jesus' name, you have to be transparent to others because how are you going to draw them to Christ? How are you going to help them get rid of pride? And I'm not saying, like, you're going to be perfect and all in one day. You're going to make mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. Period. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. 
How you going to draw somebody to Christ if you if you're not being transparent? How you got to yeah. the point to where you are now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the third thing is repent. Repent quickly from pride. Repent quickly. First of all, you should be repent having a a, a a heart of daily repentance. You can find this in John 14 verse 13. If you aren't willing to stand before, sit before God and repent and allow him to know that you you did live a wrongful life, that you did um, do some things outside of his will, you're operating under pride because now you're thinking that you got it all together. Now you're thinking that you ain't do no wrong um, before God and that's a problem in itself. So always repent. Even if you think you ain't do nothing wrong, repent because it might be something that you did wrong and you didn't even know that it was wrong. So repent daily, every day. Repent before God. Um, constantly praying was number four. And number five is always forgive. Like it, it's hard. Um, if you want to know about forgiveness, listen to my last episode because I had to learn how to forgive others and most importantly, forgive myself because a lot of my unforgiveness did come from myself. Like, dang, Cornelia, you just let such and such play like that. You let such and such get, get that off. And because I had that mindset, I wasn't willing to forgive. I'm like, you know what? Now I ain't going to forgive them because I did let them play me out like that. I ain't going out like no sucker. And that was a sucker <laughs> mindset right there, thinking that way. Um, so, yeah, those are all the things. So, to wrap it up, pride is um, the spirit of Leviathan, which causes hurt, division, speak lies about people, misunderstanding, cause people to misunderstand and unforgiveness and manipulates manipulates the truth um so yeah if you operate under any of these things and also making people feel bad making people feel less than in any area if you operate in any of these things i advise you to sit before god go on a fast and pray and allow him to get this spirit up out of you so that wraps it up today, guys. I hope that you enjoy. I know this podcast is probably a little bit long, but I hope it kept you entertained and that you enjoyed it. Did you have anything else to say, Sabria? No, thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope that you can be on the podcast and share your, your testimony someday because it's phenomenal. She went through the same deliverance as me, y'all, girl. Y'all. I can't wait till she shares, so I'm going to let her do yes, that. Yes, y'all. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a nice day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>